You're chanting AEW because it wasn't just the inner circle, it wasn't just those tough sons of bitches, the pinnacle, but it was every single person you saw in this ring tonight that put on a show. off you by the way for the oh yeah no worries dude that was sweet and it was actually one of the best pay-per-views in a while yeah no it actually worked out yeah i totally agree Um, you know it's just some i i i you know for it's 2021 so to pay 50 bucks for a pay-per-view i mean that it's it's a little bit different you know when you get used to that monthly subscription charge so you want the show to feel special and i kind of like the idea that you know co-watching with it you know is it it makes you know because that's what you special i guess in the pandemic or it's zoom watch alongs basically right right right. (laughs) yeah but i mean you need you need someone else to be watching it uh so you can comment on it otherwise you're just coming commenting into twitter airspace you know yeah exactly man so but it, it was a good show. I was I was happy for it. It felt like a special show, and you know it uh, it went against my shows on Sundays, which I, I'm not a fan of shows on Sundays. I but, mean, I'm still not a fan. I wish this show would have been yesterday, but uh, yeah, it, it it rocked. I liked it a lot. This this there's something about the Saturday night special, man. Yeah, Saturday it's night's just, main event. Yeah, that's and you still what, got yeah. tomorrow to recover and talk about it. Yeah, so. But it was good. We had some. Uh, we had a few surprises, you know, that showed up tonight, which was cool. Uh, had a full capacity crowd, dude. That was awesome. That felt good. It was great. That's- it was great to f- see that crowd in there, hear them crowd, and they they were up for it. They were live. Yeah, and it's just like what we talked about. I just love the idea of like now you know what's really working, what's really over. Yeah. You know, without assuming, so you knew the guys that were over, yeah. you know, and the and you knew the spots that were over, yep, and the angles that were going to open. So, and and they were hot for it, man. Even on the pre-show, you mm-hmm. know, the the Serena Deeb versus the the Rio match, you know, for the NWA. I like Serena Deeb. She's coming out with a new attitude. You know, I, yeah. she's doing a little bit of a heel turn. It felt like, right? I feel like it. I don't know if she's going back to her uh, straight edge society roots. Okay. You know, so maybe that, you know, when she was with Punk and uh, the the good brother, yeah. you know, when they were the straight edge society, yeah. I don't know if they're going back to that roots, but I, I liked it. And look, I still, I being, you know, somewhat enjoying the traditional part of, of wrestling still being alive, that they're honoring it. You've got basically the NWA world, an NWA world title being defended on an AEW pay-per-view, even if it is 
you know, the buy-in. It's still part of the show. Yes. Right. Yes. So can I, we just comment real quick? Uh, when we were texting earlier, love the 30 minute pre-show. Yes. Love the oh, 30 minute pre-show. Man. Okay. Like <laughs> I feel like an hour pre-show sometimes is a little overkill when you know the, the, the actual show is going to be three, possibly four hours. Um, yeah, 30, 30 minute man. pre-show. Great. Yeah. Cause you know, at that point, it's just like, I think you've pretty much there. Most people have decided if they're buying in or not. Yes. Right. And that's the idea of a, a buy-in. So for the, to have that 30 minutes, like, you know, and I, and look, this was a, it, it felt like a super show because it was sunny, you know, and then it's just like an outside. God, it slowly so, gets dark. Yeah. And it's as just we like towards but, the main event. Yeah. And it, it all of a sudden feels like, well, this is something different. This isn't what, this is not what I watch every week on TV Yeah, outside and there's fans there. So I, it was a great, uh, it was a great buy-in, you yeah. know, to actually work. I think that would have, if I was a neutral party, I still would have been like, Hmm, this is interesting. I may want to watch this. Yeah. I'd like to see where this goes. Yeah. So, uh, the opening match, Brian Cage versus Hangman Adam Page. I forgot, honestly, how over Adam Page was. Dude. I forgot how over he was. So I, I am going to admit I, it. I was kind of I was kind of so-so on him when AEW started. I didn't really – he just seemed like a corny baby face, you know? Yeah. But ever since he did that uh, – ever since he did the uh, demon in the bottle angle – it's oh, yeah. like <laughs> yes. he's just he's he's just gotten steadily better and better. And you know what was surprising to me? I didn't realize um he's he had a little bit of height on Brian Cage. He did. I know? did not. Yeah, that was a little yeah. taken back because you're so used to them always kind of like when they were with the elite. You know, everybody just that they don't come up, they don't strike you as giants. Where Brian Cage and the machine strikes you as a giant, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, to see them coming nose to nose like that, you know, especially when Cage came out, we almost got some uh, Lucha Underground Cage when he came out with that gear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> I don't know. OK, um, the, the, the gear kind of game made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> <It's> like, <all laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, you know, uh, what's his name? So uh, Paige got the win with yeah. the buckshot lariat. One, one, two, three. Uh, but it seems like they're starting to set up with a Team Taz. Uh, with a little dissension in the ranks, right? You didn't have a Ricky Stocks mm-hmm. came out. You know, he's, he's done with his obsession with Darby Allen. Yeah. You know, he's just going with the, Ricky Stocks is going to come out. He's like, I don't know what he's going on. Well, what's up with Brian Cage? Yeah. And my son Hook is out there. Hook was out there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it looks like Cage is about to get a single run. Yep. And they turn on uh, baby face, it looks like. Yeah, and and look, it's probably for the best. I mean, I like Team Taz. I think Tank. I think Taz should always have a group of shooters or or badasses that have that like you know the Red Hook Brooklyn vibe. That's yeah. totally okay. And and look, Cage had that, but I think that they can get a lot of mileage out of that Team Taz basically going after Cage. So yeah, no, no complaints there. Yeah, yeah. You know, he had the swig swig of beer for the working man in there. You know, Page, you know, uh, Page got his got his drink on. Mm-hmm. So. But pretty good. Uh, good match. Uh, what was the next match there? The next match we had, it was the Bucks versus Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Yep. So did you notice they, so I noticed on uh, Dynamite, they, he bought, he's, uh, Tony Khan, he's just like musical Christmas. First he got yeah. Jungle Boy song. Did he buy Wild Thing? But now he bought them something else tonight, right? No, that was, was Wild. Was that a difference? That was Wild was thing. thing. I think that was the version by the Runaways. Oh, that's why that's it's a, diff- a little that's a different. different version. Yeah, 
But the um, crowd was so into it and yelling, I couldn't. It was dude, hard to tell. Tony Khan's onto something. Okay, if they've got that TNT money, if they've got backing, or I don't know if they're they've got uh, connections to you know everything's a conglomerate, right? So if you've got connections to maybe possibly getting some music, that makes a huge difference. We just saw like the other day on the Ultimate Warrior docs where they were oh, talking yeah. about the music really got him over. The music was amazing, oh, and when absolutely. you drop that, you drop that super familiar music cue you know that you can only do at an indie show but now i i licensed it I, you know yes. what i mean <laughs> yeah. so it's like i can do it so it's like it's yeah. it's huge man it really it really gets a crowd if you could tell mox when he came out he was amped up oh yeah he really was and yeah, yeah. he was he was eating it up that music you know if they know the words and they can sing along tony khan definitely does the opposite you know, Vince does the, they're singing along. Well, we're going to have to change that music, pal. We can't have them singing along mm-hmm. where Tony Khan actually wants to encourage them oh, yeah. to have the sing along. And why wouldn't you, man? It's just like the first live crowd back. You want them swaying in, in the motion like that. Uh, so that was great. Uh, this was the match I had a, a little bit of issues with, not the work rate itself. Obviously, you know, all, all four guys can go, man. And, yeah. and it's just like Moxley and Kingston as a team, man, they're just like a gritty fight in a you know fart fight you in a rail yard kind of guys yeah totally okay with that there was just some confusion on far as like you know not to pull the jim Cornette car but it's just like you know the bucks is just like it's they were just like really not respecting the rules and i know that sounds crazy right it's just mm-hmm. like but it's just like you know if you break up the count there's a five count you got to get back out but there was one moment where the Bucks were just basically beating the crap out of Moxley and Kingston was like, had the tag rope and he was like reaching for the tag. Yeah. But meanwhile, both guys were in there mm-hmm. just like, come on. It's just like, you know, people are already going to be like, you already have to work pretty hard. You have to work harder than you did before to suspend your belief. But like, yeah. don't, don't make it that much easier to not wait. Like, wait, why doesn't he run in if the other guy runs in? Right. If yeah, I was there was a, casual, a lot of that if I was a casual viewer and then, you know, they obviously they did their finish, you know, his finish on the state, you know, they did a melter driver on the stage, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like not to do the old, you know, the old timer, but that that's a finish. That's mm-hmm. a finish. That's How did finish. he get up from that? How did he not get carted off? So yeah. there's just a few of those things that honestly they didn't need, especially with Eddie and, and Moxley, man, those guys, throw hands and he got color yeah. you know the spray to the face and then the can to the head i mean there's a lot of stuff that happened that they didn't really need a lot of this other stuff that they did but i think that's kind of what the bucks the bucks did right i mean that's kind of what they do yeah pretty much i mean um uh, yeah i, I kind of felt the same with you it just seemed like um the, the AEW has notorious for not not really sticking to tag team rules. I think that's been a thing. I think the Bucks are a big kind of like offender of that. I mean, yeah. I I still enjoyed it. It was fine. It did. It felt oh, yeah. it felt a little long to me. You know. Um, yeah, they of, definitely. And if you know, if they got rid of some of those false finishes that were too finishy, if that's yeah. possible, they probably would have had the just the right amount. But maybe the, I mean. You know, I was thinking about this. It's just like again, when you know, with the 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 bigger price tag than wrestling fans are used to paying, I wonder if it's just like they're okay with running long, not like WrestleMania long, yeah, but just like to make sure you get your money's worth, especially since they're you know they're on their quarterly cadence anyway. Yeah. Well, but, I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe you could have more insight on this, but I mean, being that now they're on the pay per view, it probably doesn't matter how long they go. They probably have leeway to go an extra. I mean, they win an extra hour today, right? 
Yeah. So, I mean, does this leave them room to call things on the fly? To keep matches to keep matches going or or or, or to extend things if they feel the need? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. If the crowd is eating it up, I think it gives you that uh you don't have to have that hard those T D cuts are hard cuts, man. There's just yeah. like no room. You know, it took you know, wasn't it 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 was it wasn't until the Monday night wars where basically and you know, TBS TNT kind of gave WCW, okay, you can run a little long, it's fine. Yeah. And, you know, because it ended up there was something about the way they gimmicked the ratings where it's just like if you went into that next hour, somehow your ratings would show up higher. Yeah. And then WWE had to go to USA and kind of get that same leeway. Right. But still, that you know, that's only for the last match. Those other matches have to hit right on the mark. So having a longer pay-per-view like that uh, could give you some leeway. So uh, it was OK. Yeah. But like you said, just a little shorter would have been totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, still still a good match, though. Uh, next up was the uh, Casino Battle Royale. Yep, uh, it was cool. I like the I like the uh, I like the gimmick behind it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I noticed it before that it's just basically that's how they uh, work it. Yeah, uh, they had the first uh, group came out. I'm I'm a fan of dude. What do you think of Max Caster? Max Caster, that's yeah. the rapping, rapping guy, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the rapping. Uh, I, I like his walk-in music. I do like his, you know, rapping promos as he walks in. I think it's, yeah. I think it's a good gimmick. I, I like him. I dig him. I like. He's definitely got the throwback to the Doctor Thugonomics, where he'll sneak in the uh, the deep cuts of just yeah. like the you know the fans, like you know he called out Christian wasn't you know doesn't have the edge like he used to, and right calling out Matt Seidel slipping off the top rope. And then I was waiting for him and he's like, Dustin, look at me, look at me. And I was like, Oh dude. I was like, he's going to, he's going to definitely clown on him. I was like, what rhymes with Marlena? What rhymes with Marlena? What rhymes with gold dust? It's all going through my head that he's, what he's going to do. And he's just like, nah, paint your own, paint your own full face. You're ugly. And I was just like, ah, that was probably the, <laughs> I was like, I, I expected him to, come up with something a little more creative, but I like him. Yeah. Uh, and it seemed like the crowd liked him. Yeah. But then he, but then he got eliminated like mm-hmm. really quick. Yeah. That was it. So uh, I didn't like the way that they kind of got rid of the guys in waves to make way for the next group of guys, but I understand they have to. Yeah. But there's something about it. It's just like, look, if just like, if you have to book it where, you know, the ring is completely full, then just do it, man. Just because it, ma- it makes it feel like a real brawl. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I like the waves. I just think that maybe they could be scripted a little better, you know, or maybe work these things out. Because it, it make I, I like, to me, the big melee in the middle of the ring. I, I just, I, I don't get into it sometimes, you know? Yeah. It's just distracting. I don't know what to watch. I, I like this progressive storyline. This is, to me, it reminds me like a, it's a mini Royal Rumble with a twist, right? Yeah. So they're they're doing what they can. So um, definitely, I, I you know I would like to see them just you know book these things better so they flow more naturally and you don't see you don't see them clearing the ring for the next group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's what it felt like, and I didn't dig that. Uh, but it's like I said, it it it, it accomplished uh, the couple of things that were really over in this battle royal. To me, you know, uh, number ten. Mm-hmm. number 10's mask was freaking great yeah he definitely had that like it was very plain looking mask but then it also he had these definitely uh these logos and cards on there that made it look cool yeah uh you know who's riding that wave and we talked about it on our podcast is mm-hmm. brian pillman jr yep he's he got he has Dude, the crowd was behind him huh the crowd popped big you yeah. know for 
you know, for the blondes when they came out, it was mm-hmm. just like, wow, that's cool. He, had, he was getting the Brian Pillman chance. He is. He was getting the Pillman chance. And it's just like, he had good music. They had the varsity. They had a lot of fire when they came in. Yeah. I think these guys need to make a run for the tag belts, man. Mm-hmm. I think they need to, you know, they even called it out. It's just like, he's been riding a high since his dad's documentary. Yeah. It's like, take advantage of it, man. <laughs> Cause I feel like he was super over when he came out. So yeah. I would, that, that made me cool. Uh, and then the opposite, I just feel like Matt Hardy is less over. Yeah. As, as this, what do you think? Ah, just Matt Hardy just breaks my heart sometimes, you know, like, yeah. he, he, you know, that the whole, um, the whole broken Matt Hardy thing was so great and it just didn't get over in WWE. It didn't get over in AEW, probably from some, from unforeseen circumstances, you know, one being a giant pandemic, but, um, yeah. You know, these other money Matt Hardy gimmicks and things he's been doing, you know, manager wise or uh, yeah, they're, they don't work for me. But I like I like seeing him. I like seeing him in there. You know, I like, yeah, I like exactly. seeing I like seeing his awkward duck walk that he does now. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Just lumbering to go do the next spot. I love he it. Does. And you you pull for he him. But it's lumber. just like it's it just ah, it just I don't I don't like these gimmicks, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally feel you on there. It, he's he's a great person to have a part of the roster, and he's so creative. So if he's in the back helping the guys, and this is just his way to, he's not worrying about getting himself over as much, you know, because yeah. I like the uh, private party. You know, I thought they were going to start going yeah. as Hardy Hardy Party, right? And just like, why did you not tweet that to somebody? <laughs> I know, it's just like because it's like it's Hardy Party, man. It's just oh. like, and they could. I feel like that would have been better than you know, because they were like wearing khakis, and it's just like. No, it's just like they were, you know, they got the silly strings, just like it's a hardy party. So, mm-hmm. eh, but eh, yeah, I wasn't digging that. You know, I wasn't digging what Matt was doing, but it, it's fine. Uh, Colt Cabana was in there. He got a, he got a decent pop, you know, it looks like the yeah. dark order still over. Oh man. And then one of our favorites, again, you know, you and I loved Lucha Underground was oh, yeah. Penta, man. Penta's gear was great. Ooh, Penta El Joker. Penter L Joker, man. It's just like, it's just a shame that he couldn't come out as the Joker in the Joker match. Dude, why would like, they not do that? <laughs> yeah, um, like, who ended up being the Joker? Not to jump ahead. It was, I forgot his it, name. It was Leo Rush. From, and he, uh, was, he was great. He came yeah. out like really like just went off. Everybody's popping for him. It was awesome. But you're right. Penta L Joker as the Joker oh, should have been the way to go. Come that, on, man. Yeah, that because because. Yeah, I understand they wanted to have the surprise for Leo because he's just like he had a lot of he had weird heat when he was in WWE NXT and that everyone got to, you know, got to see what he can do tonight. And yeah, he you know, he got eliminated and it didn't make him look weak. He definitely is over. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see. But yeah, I think he could have came out in one of the waves and been fine. Yeah, especially since he wasn't winning it anyway. I think, uh, yeah, but- I think it would have been fine. Uh, but you know, obviously, the uh, the most over in this match was again, you know, to no surprise, you know, he licensed the music to make him over was yep. Jungle Boy, man. Yep, yep, like, yep, yep. Wow, Joker, you know, he was a <laughs> Tony was Khan's so- like, we got the music, we paid for the music, all right, let's give him a run. <laughs> yeah, that's just like totally make it worth, it. and it was. He is so over the crowd. Oh yeah, they love the him. crowd love, and it's, it's been very- a long time coming. I mean, it's been three years now almost of AEW. I was uh, I was commenting earlier. It's like. I think Jungle Boy is the only one I can see that's been in all three um, casino battle royales. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like he won another uh, tournament that they did to give him the title run. So, yeah. I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if they need another belt or 
what they need is just like to keep him over. They need to do, they need something to keep these guys like that, that are over, but they can't get a title run yet. Cause I can't see him getting the title just yet. Yeah. But he needs, he needs some big, he needs some big wins. Yeah. You know, he definitely, he's winning. So it's fine. I know that's not a big win is winning the casino battle Royal, but I just, yeah, I no, just I need mean, to keep he's him. Got, uh, he's got a title, a title match coming up. Yeah. And then, uh, I because I really the crowd honestly started to turn on Christian. I think they were worried yeah. that Christian was gonna get the uh get the nod, and I don't think they wanted that. Yeah, which is very telling, right? It's just like because I know Edge had a little bit of his issues too, mm-hmm. where you you got the you got the nostalgic pop, but these guys are they still get over. But how? Yeah. What do you do with them? Yeah, you know to keep to keep them over. Yeah. Do you do like what they're doing? You know, we'll talk about that in a little bit with staying yeah. where it's just like, he's still continuing to help get Darby over mm-hmm. and, you know, he still makes appearances or, I mean, are you legitimate title runs? I mean, I don't know the best way to do it. Or you start like just a blood feud. Well, I don't think it should be title runs. I, I, I think yeah. that that's not, it was a great finish to that match. I mean, I, we haven't gone through it all, but I don't care. But like we, we just, it was an awesome finish, you know? I really, oh, I think I, so. I dug it. I, I dug the, the friggin' the Matt, the little Matt Crotty, Matt Hardy double cross. Yeah. Just, yeah, aw- that was just, cool. just awesome. And then, you know, they just, they booked it. They book it right. They do, they tell a good story and they kept, they let Christian still look strong. He had the limp, right? He had the, he had the injury. So, uh, you know, wasn't fully, you know, wasn't fully beaten. I don't know. It was great. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. It was just like by, by doing it right and having Jungle Boy go over, it made sure that the crowd did not turn on Christian. Yes. And then he realized, oh, okay, he is getting him over. And even when he came back in, it's like, go there, win this title now. Yeah. That was just like, okay, yes, he is trying to get, you know, he's trying to get Jungle Boy over. And, you know, when they played the nostalgia pop of just like Hardy and Christian, you know, obviously they had those those ladder matches together. Uh, so mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. There's just like, oh, maybe they can, you know, the, the legends will team up on the on the newbies kind of thing. So that was cool. But, yeah, they said that they saved the finish and they saved the crowd from turning on him yeah. by letting the right guy, you know, because – God knows if Vince was booking this, Christian would have won, and the crowd would have <laughs> crowd would have been pissed. But uh, all right, next match was uh, the the one we uh, we expected a lot from, and it was just like, and it wasn't that it was a bad match. It was just like I don't know. It was just a match. It was the Cody Rhodes, uh, the American Dream, one night only, is the American Dream versus Anthony Agogo. I mean, were uh, you expecting a lot from that match? I really wasn't. I I wasn't really hyped for it, honestly. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like because Cody always delivers. Cody so definitely like, delivers, but I didn't think the build was interesting. I wasn't really into it, you know? Yeah, because I wasn't sure what they're, you know, because, I, I mean, I know his heat is with the, the Nightmare Factory, but the whole Nightmare Factory kind of just like, I don't know. It just felt like it was already kind of shoehorned in as it was. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was a, you know, solid match. And a go-go, he's like an Olympian, right? So, like, he's sure, a legit yeah. athlete. So, it's just, you know. It's good, but it's just like he I think Cody just wanted to get out there and just like have a special match. But Cody, again, has this thing. And I think he just like I think he's worried about I think it's the opposite of what most people think. I think he's just like he's trying to keep himself out of the spotlight and just do his part. But it's just hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard for AEW to not give Cody a run. I think he needs I think he needs one title run. Yeah, at least. You know, then he can go back and do these other matches, but it's just like, 
I think he needs to have a run. Yeah. And it's just like, and I, I, I think I'd be okay seeing uh, Cody against uh, Omega. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and that way would, uh, these would go, you know, it would make more sense. It's like, okay, he's, you know, he did that with the TNT belt. I think, mm-hmm. you know, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm just babbling now. Cause I wasn't sure I, I wanted Cody to do more. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, you're right. It feels awkward that he's not, it's like a Ross and Rachel thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, just, Will get, it. just do it and get it over with. Yes. <laughs> That's a good callback, especially with the friends reunion on HBO max yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next up we had the new mean Miro versus Lance Archer with yeah. Jake, the snake. Uh, yeah. You know, he's no longer Minnie Mouse Miro. He's no longer blonde hair Miro. He's he's mean Miro. He's mean the Miro. old, 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 old Rusoff. And he's coming, you know, obviously he's a freaking crazy good athlete, you know, and he got some yeah. heat by punching Jake in the stomach mm-hmm. at a weigh in. So mm-hmm. uh, I expected these guys to have like a hard hitting match. Both of them could hit hard. And uh, Miro, Miro got the win. He needs to keep the win. He, they need to build him up as a monster. Yeah. Uh, two two he, things. He, he really works with that belt. Yeah. I think he yeah. needs it. And I think he needs to keep it for a while. So when he does lose it, it actually means something. Yeah. Uh, the two things that I noticed in here is Jake's run in uh, with the, with the snake bag. And then Miro somehow got the bag of yeah. the snake and he like shook it and like threw it. Okay. Did you like <laughs> wince when he threw the snake? Yeah. Cause, like, I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, cause Jake always, you know, even though, uh, Shout out to Dark Side of the Ring coming up. They're doing the Jake, you know, documentaries coming up. You know, if you'll, people are going to find out that he's actually afraid of snakes. Uh-huh. So it's just like for him, but he always had a snake in the bag. Right. So for, it was very surprising that it's just like he just grabbed it and just whipped it down the <laughs> stage. And people are like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, so that, that was a big surprise. And uh, I was actually surprised that it was somewhat of a clean finish. He did that. Uh, you know, that camel clutch he does that and he just kind of choked him out, like literally choked him out. No mm-hmm. tap, just when in doubt, choke him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still a good match. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, again, it's hard because it's just, I feel like Archer came in so hot too with Jake that they needed to do something special with them. And now they're, you know, and they did in the beginning, you know, when he was fighting with Cody and then he had his, but like, man, what are they going to do with him next? Yeah, that's that's the question. Like, what do they do with next to keep Archer over? Because he's a big dude, and you know yeah. he's he's got legit, you know, international cred too. Yeah, I don't know his 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 character is not super exciting to me. You know, yeah, I like. I mean, I like everything about him. I just you know, it all doesn't meld into something you know, more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. I, I mean, really been thinking about it. It's just like the funny thing is like, they've been toying with, you know, obviously having Adam page hanging out with the dark order, but I was just like, you know, obviously there's a big void left, you know, right. Obviously when a big void, when uh Brody left and it's just like, why the dark order having Jake and Lance running Ooh. that gimmick seems a little better because I, and I would even be torn him just like, I can't even make an argument to have sting and Darby run dark order. But I think first up would be Lance and, and to basically go into that dark order and say, look, you guys basically call it out for what it was. You got over, you're getting cheered now you know, because of Brody, but you need to get that killer instinct back because if Brody was here, he wouldn't want you to be, you know, 
shaking hands with the fans and going yeah. for the cheers and going for the pops. You need to become dark again and basically yeah. have Jake and Lance, you know, first to have Jake make Lance go dark again and then have Jake try to make the dark order dark again. Yeah, I can see that's good. Very similar to what, you know, like what we saw in the warrior documentary when it's just like he had warrior trying to get warrior to get his edge back and he buried him up to his neck with the snake and then yeah. just made him face the snakes. Just make him go dark again. I think that's something they can do with Lance. Uh, yeah. It's so Tony Khan, call, call us. We Dude, got, we got, Tony we Khan, got, what's up? <laughs> we got ideas. Yeah, uh, he seriously. Li- he listens. He listens. Yeah. He'll know. He'll ping. He'll beat me. <laughs> he, I think my beeper number is still floating around that industry. <laughs> just call the Golden Corral and ask for me. <laughs> uh, next up was the one actually I was looking forward to a lot was the Sheeta versus Britt Baker is yep. basically what we expected. It was the coronation of Britt Baker, yep. you know, as the, to the, as to the queen yeah. uh, to get that title belt. And, and she did. And, and, but there was a few times I fell for it. I mean, those false finishes are called that for a reason. And, mm-hmm. uh, I felt, did you fall for it a few times? I thought she was about to lose. No, I did. I did. Yeah. I, 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 I fell for it a couple of times. It, it's what made sense. You knew Brit, it was Brit's time. Okay. This was her to get it. I feel like they were setting it up properly. They were even, they kept calling out. She just had it for a year since lost double yeah. or nothing. They kept letting, kept letting us know about that, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and they, it, it was, uh, Hikaru Shida works like stiff. You know what I mean? She's got a Very lot stiff. of freaking, you know, a lot of, a lot of kicks, a lot of strikes. It looks rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they, 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 they kept it going, man. I'm, I swear. I, uh, I give props to AEW. They do get me on those false finishes. Like they, yeah. they continue <laughs> to do it, you know? And, and they work. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I fell for it a few times and I was like, man, cause I would have think if Brit, I kept thinking if Brit loses, what do they do with her now? Yeah. Cause there's just like, she earned it. I mean that her and Thunder Rosa both got elevated. Yeah. So, but yeah, hats off. They did it, you know, clean too. Mm-hmm. clean with her, with her finish, you know, yeah. had a couple of, you know, well, it was couple. clean, but there was also some mishmash in there before. Yeah, there definitely was, you know, yeah. but when she locked, when she tapped, when she tapped on the lock jaw, yeah. she got her to tap that kind of surprised me. Yeah. 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 But, you know, honestly, I think I don't know if this is a thing, but I feel like submission finishes protects the other person a little better. You know, they don't get pinned. Yeah, I I agree. I think UFC has had to retrain how finishes uh, actually happen in pro wrestling because it's just like you see people that are legends and great fighters getting knocked out clean Mm -hmm. or tapping out, tapping out quickly. I mean, just I mean, Brock. Lesnar is a perfect example. I mean, we've seen we've seen him tap in a match, and it's just like you, that doesn't mean you're going to all of a sudden think, "Well, maybe I can take Brock." Yeah. <laughs> you're you're yeah. not going to think that because you're you realize that it's, it's, so. I I think you're right. I think in a way it does protect them. Yeah, you know, it's just like because they're look, they're all supposed to be. I always remember getting trained and them saying, you know, don't disparage your you know your opponent too much because you want to make it seem like you're beating somebody, right? Not that you're beating a nobody, yeah. you know, so uh, that's always kind of stuck with me. So uh, having that kind of like, okay, you made me tap uh, meant something. So yeah, she got the belt. Uh, I don't know what, where do you think they go next? You think Thunder Rosa's next or do you think Sheeta gets a rematch? Um, Well, I just, I don't think they would put Thunder Rosa in that card because I feel like she's still NWA all the way. Um, yeah. They've been using her on dark elevation. She's on there pretty much every Monday working with, uh, you know, some of the indie girls. 
So I don't know. I don't. I don't see that. It'd be cool. I'd like to, but then we are, we've already seen Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, right? Right. So I don't know. I'm thinking Jade Cargill. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm a fan of hers, dude. Yeah. I I just can't believe that she's had as few matches as she's really had. Yeah. She's definitely has that, and again, they just have that legit. When you get a legit, well, she's, I mean, she's an attraction. She's Brock Lesnar kind of level attraction. So, oh, good call. Yeah. So I could see, I could see them setting it up. That's a big. That makes Britt the underdog a little bit. You know what I mean? That gives her some motivation. But like, um, it's cool. I guess Jade Cargill is a heel, but I think Britt can work it. Her character's so great because I was, I was commenting earlier. It's like I'm such a mark for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she's such a fucking bitch, but I fucking I love it. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Dude. Yeah. Like, I really like it. So yeah, that's so maybe maybe that could work. She could be she could I I don't know I don't know what would happen. It could be cool if like her character sort of went a sort of fucking stone cold kind of a way where she's a heel but we still love her. You know? That'd yeah, I can totally see that. There's room there, but I don't know. I'm thinking Jade Cargill. I mean, all, all the great heels eventually do turn babyface because you just like you said, you just like that Roddy Piper effect. You know, you love to hate them, you know, yeah. and then they don't work if they're too much of a baby. Right. You yeah. still got to be who what originally got them there. So, yeah, I totally. And, and she's got Reba, not Rebel yeah. with her. Right. Or Rebel, not Reba yeah. <laughs> with her. So it's just like that, that two on one with that. Uh, Jay, she that could totally work. You know, yeah. I don't know if she's too green. To like even have a title run yet, yeah, you know, for Brit, but uh, right now it's Brit's time. So and and, and we're ready to see yeah. uh, where she goes next. Uh, yeah, and dude, this is still we still have a couple matches on this card. This dude, like the, the next, card was huge. It was super stacked. It, it man. was like I felt the show. The show kept going, and everything was pretty good. Like I was never not entertained, but it was it felt big. It was it was solid four and a half hour show. Yeah, totally. And it's just like, and you got your, you got your money. I didn't feel like you, you know, we got like, you didn't get your money's worth here. Yeah. Right. It's just like, they, they do make sure they're going to give you every, they don't pull any punches and they stick to Vince's old rule that I think Vince forgets sometimes. It's just like, send the people home happy. Yeah. Send the people home happy. And right now they're keeping everybody happy because this next match had that nostalgia feel mixed with the new feel and kind of given some new guys the rub yeah. with uh, Sting and Darby Allen versus uh, Scorpio and uh, all ego Ethan Page. Uh, yeah. uh, good match. Uh, what what surprised me about this match is just like it really just hit me when Sting kind of just started actually wrestling again. It was just like, why didn't they book him to fight the undertaker when he was after I know Seth heard him, right. He, yeah. where he legit hurt his neck with that buckle bomb. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then he went into the hall of fame and that was like, kind of like a never say never. Uh, but like, why wouldn't he clearly can still work? I mean, yeah. last time I wasn't sure. Cause it was a cinematic match. Right. So you yeah. weren't sure what was going to happen, but this was a legit match in front of the live crowd. And, you know, he was doing planchas and, yeah, the stinger splash. I mean, other than, you know, you're clear he's not like jacked like he used to be. And, his, you know, his hair, he has, the, you know, everybody over 40 has that weird thing with their hair that mm-hmm. you need to tell them to stop putting hairspray in it because <laughs> you get the you get the Matt Hardy Christian sting thing where all of a sudden it's just like, you know, all of a sudden it's standing up like barley or something. <laughs> it's yeah. just like they need to stop doing that. But uh Stink could still work, dude, and I, I think they missed he an did opportunity. Good. I was I was wincing when they were dropping him every time. Yeah, I, I totally agree, man. Because you're just look. We saw that buckle bomb didn't look anything that bad, but I mean, it was enough to take him out. Yeah. So for him to be going with these guys is just like, but 
he definitely could have did uh, a match with the Taker, but that's a, that's another show. But he mm-hmm. did great. Yeah, uh, and you knew the only thing I would have said different would have maybe somehow did different is just making sure that Darby got the pin. But they went for look Sting. Sting is, uh, I think, Tony Khan's favorite wrestler is from what I read. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So it's not like people were. And and look, I don't think Scorpio or a page is going to be no one. I want to put Sting over. Yeah. Right. It's just like, cause you still had Darby in there and, and the match was entertaining. I just, I would have, cons- I would have thought maybe they would have made sure Darby still got the pin, but yeah, everything looked legit. I didn't feel like, um, it felt, it was a little slow, obviously he's old dude, but like, uh, everything worked for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Good match. Darby's, uh, Darby's still way over too, man. Yeah. I was curious because it's Darby similar. the director. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he had definitely had one of his uh it's showtime, mm-hmm. right? He did one of his shorts that he put in there. Yeah. They're so, nice, man. They're clean. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. I I he I don't know how big he is, like legit. Like yeah, right. He's I don't know how he is because uh my son like noticed he's like man, Sting looks like a giant. Right. And it's just like, because I don't think uh, those guys are all very, you know, Sting came from that 80, from that land of the giants. Right. And I don't know how big Darby is, you know, if he's just like a skate or die dude that he's not big. Obviously, he can take some pain. Yeah. You know, so it's know. still. But yeah, still solid match. Uh, what do we have up next? Uh, we had, uh, it was co-main event. So this was the uh, first of two. Uh, we had the heavyweight championship match between Omega, Orange, and that bastard Pac. <laughs> that bastard. Uh, yeah. Man, those guys hit each other hard. Dude, I'd been thinking about this match all day because um, I watched, uh, you know, I caught up on Dynamite earlier uh, in the day before. Before going into the pay-per-view, you know, I'd missed the, the Friday one. And uh, that moment, I there was a moment in the show where uh, Orange Cassidy held up the AEW title belt and they started playing that fucking song from from Fight Club and like it was just like oh my god I think that if this happens the world will just explode yeah (laughs) it was like so great and I think the way the match went they knew that they knew people felt that way from Friday you know yeah oh hands down dude I I think you called it you said the world and the, the couple of false finishes yeah. when I thought orange was going to take it, that, that place came unglued, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. I mean, he got a big pop and it's just like, okay, orange is still over. Like, mm-hmm. cause I was just, you know, just curious who's going to be over. So you were right. I, that would have broke the, if he would have got the win at that moment, <laughs> man. Cause even when he did it and it was like two and three quarters, that place still popped hard for yeah. it. Yeah. That last uh, false finish was, <laughs> oh yeah, man! Just like that was very, uh, yeah, that was very Dolph Ziggler when Ziggler cashed in his Money in the Bank. It, it had that five, yeah. And I again, I you know, I love it when I fall for it. I right. gotta admit, you know, I love it, and I fell for it. I was like, holy shit, they're really gonna do it. And then through my head, I'm like, maybe he's just he's already got three other belts, so they'll let him drop the belt to Orange. And I was yeah. like, wow, they're really gonna do it. I was in my head, I'm justifying. No, it'd be good. Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy would be great. They'll just do it like this. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, dude. And uh, th- thank God they changed Orange Cassidy's song. Oh yeah. Oh, thank dude, God. Dude, again, again, the music, the music. Yeah. 
It's yeah. it's huge, and Tony Khan is doing something very interesting. It's just it's that feeling, and if you're if you go to indie shows and you hear the unlicensed music or whatever, it helps. It's cool, you know what I mean? Oh, it's very yeah. familiar, and he's taking those. I mean, shit, it's it's very just James Gunn, right? I'm just taking music. I'm taking yes. actual music cues and just licensing them and use them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, good call. Cause yeah, oh, like. When he walked out to that music and his hands in his pocket, and it was very like lackadaisical and he felt it and he created the vibe of like when that, that song came out. Yeah. Uh, he just created that vibe. He created that moment and just like, and that's, what's going to help you. You know, we always say, I've always said that, you know, songs are bookmarks in time, uh-huh. right? When you, when you, when that right song hits and you hear it, it'll take you back to a moment of time in your life, whether it's good or bad or different or a movie or something. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what's happening here, whether yep. it's singing along to jungle boy song or, you know, coming out to this song that, you know, orange has now, Oh man, it's it just working for me. Yeah. It's great. Uh, it's great. You know, it's not, you know, it's not working for me. What's not working? <laughs> the, all these bumps to the back of their head, these yeah. dragon, these dragon whip suplexes and the, the full Nelson's on the back of their noggins, man. It's just yeah. like, I wince every time mm-hmm. my two least favorite moves to watch. And I wish they would ban them is just like that reverse Frankensteiner, the reverse hurricane Rana, where you basically have to try to do a flip backwards. And then you land on the top of your head, like a nail mm-hmm. and these dragon whips, these ones that Omega are doing man, when he just like, he grabs and he whips it. And then ironically, that bastard, that bastard pock, he does the same thing. Yeah. And I thought when I thought they were going to do it off the top rope, Dude, I, I got up and I started pacing, you know, because I was just, I <laughs> yeah. was like, this is not good. You can't, it is so hard to safely land on the back of your head. Yeah. You can safely land on your back, but to safely land on the back of your head, you're talking milliseconds yeah. of just like from disaster. I just don't, I just don't like seeing them, man. It just, it makes me wince Yeah, because it's, again, it's the stuff that it's just like, that's as, that's as real as it gets, man. To mm-hmm. me, it's just like that, that'll hurt. Yeah. I don't know if you, if you can like, do you notice like when, when those moments happen, do you? No, I mean, to- I don't, I don't, I don't see it the way you, you know, you do, you know, I don't never being on the inside of it like that. I don't see that stuff, you know? Oh man. Yeah. They just, it, it's like legit, legit scares me, man. Yeah. When, when it happens and, and look, and I'm sure they're doing it and it's, they got a role and you know, the, the trainers always told you, man, make sure you have a strong neck. But now I'm starting to wonder, do you need a strong neck that doesn't move? Or do you need a really flexible neck that actually lets you bend and roll? <laughs> I don't know what's the better thing, right? It's I don't just know. Is like, there any good neck stretches? Yeah. That, well, they got that like that iron halo, yeah. right? That Joe Rogan pushes now. Uh-huh. But back then it just used to be very similar to uh one of the best movies of the eighties that a lot of people don't remember. Everyone's like best sports movie. And everyone's like Rocky is like, yeah, close vision quest, you know, <laughs> loud and Swain, man. It's just yeah. like, if you watch the moves that loud and Swain does in there, you know, Matthew Modine, when he's actually on his head and he's rocking back and forth and then he flips and he's doing a backwards bridge bridge and he's rocking back and forth. That's, the stuff that I remember training and doing in, in wrestling yeah. that kind of keeps your neck flexible. So I think that would be the best one or 
Joe Rogan's gimmick works too good, I guess. <laughs> Iron, Iron Halo looks like something like an Iron Maiden from Bill and Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one you like? It's like a, you carry a, a plate on your head or something? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it looks like. Some chains. It, yeah. And then you just basically, it gives you resistance as you yeah. go in every direction. So yeah. uh, I, I really hope they're doing that because, but there was, there was a lot of them in this match and, and I winced a lot. Uh, they, they had more of a. Sh- they had more of a schmoz in here than I expected. You know, they had the uh, the good brothers come running out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Callis is great, man. Yeah. he Because Omega's a great heel because he's so freaking goofy. Yeah. He's 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 a good heel in a goofy way. Right. You know, but he has that Don Callis that actually makes it seem like he's that mouthpiece that's kind of like he's the glue. Yeah. So that makes him work. So they had a couple of those false finishes, having Don Callis on the mic, and then he heard him say "shit," and then he kind of got up and ran to the crowd. I um, mean, ran to the ring. That was cool. Yeah. I, I dug it. So, but you know, that's when they had that great finish. Like you fell for it too, right? With, oh yeah, with Arn, I fell oh, yeah. hard. Yeah, I fell hard. I was like, it, they're doing it. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. Yeah, it'll work. It'll make sense. Oh no, wait. I'm just. I'm, I'm out of like. Never mind. Dude, because when Aubrey came running out, I know you when know, Aubrey came out, right? Yeah. What a huge pop because then people are like, yes. And it's just like, <laughs> that's when, you know, I don't care if they're doing it in a non-traditional way. The magic worked because you're, you suspended your belief, you know, your belief has been put on the side and you're just a fan enjoying it. And the, yeah. even the crowd were just like, yes, here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's going to happen. So very cool. Yeah. Uh, it, but it happened so fast, and then after having such a pop, it was like whoop, oh, mm-hmm. and it brought him down, and that's why that match was not the last match. Yeah, it's just like that would have not sent. That would have been events. What's wrong with that finish, pal? Now they can go home and think about all the things they've done wrong to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you you couldn't do it, but it was really good. Yeah, uh, but I just couldn't see how they could have topped the. Uh, the stadium stampede, but we had a little bit of a surprise before that. Mark Henry, uh, Mark Henry, the yeah. world's strongest man is going to be the world's strongest wrestling analyst. Yeah, for yeah, sure. <laughs> hands down. Cause yeah. he's just like, he's going to get his, uh, he's great on, uh, you know, busted open, you know? Uh-huh. So I, but this one really surprised me because he always kind of struck me as a WWE company guy. Yeah. Uh, but then the more you start hearing him on, you know, busted open, you realize that he's kind of looking at the sport as a whole. Yeah. So now it's just like, oh, so. And the, maybe- uh, the AEW checkbook is opening up. I mean, they're expanding now. They're moving to a new network. They're going to add yeah. another show. Yeah. They're doing good. And it's adding some legitimacy. And, and honestly, look, it's just like, here's the difference for WCW when they were taking WWE guys is the difference is they were putting them right in there top of the card here's the match and like some of these guys like they took big show and i don't think big show's ever gonna wrestle i don't and know now it, yeah it doesn't seem like it no. i i don't it doesn't seem like it and now they have mark henry and i don't think he's gonna wrestle either so that was that was a good coup yeah for sure if people are gonna be like oh okay i recognize him yeah you know so good for him he's a he's an austin guy here too we're gonna get him on the show yeah all right, final match, the Stadium Stampede 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Uh, the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle. Yeah. Uh, first pop right out of the gate. Dude, when they Mission Impossible repelled down those signs, <laughs> yeah, I, I jumped because I was just like, oh, no. It's just like, because the way they jumped, didn't it seem like they were going fast? Uh-huh. 
am I getting too jittery? Am I, it's just like, <laughs> am I out of it for so long? Cause I was like, Whoa, why is he going so fast? <laughs> oh man. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like to have all five of them repel down like that looked really cool. Yeah. What a great, great visual. Yeah. That was awesome. Know? Uh, really taking advantage of that, uh, con connection, uh, with the, uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, like use basically that space, use that space. Yeah. 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 Use this. You can do whatever you want at this stadium. Yeah. Uh, the rumor was this was going to be a little less comical yeah. than the last one. And yeah. there was still some comedy in this. There yeah. was very, still some good, uh, good comedy. They had the, uh, uh, Jericho made me got the pop to me was, uh, the first pop was the megaphone to the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When that's he, good. Yeah, he screamed in his face, and the uh, he gave him the old uh, concerto. Yeah, with that. Uh, can you? Can you? Was this live? Do you think? Oh no, ah uh, man, I I wanted to say the whole time I was wondering. It was just like, yeah, they probably filmed this the night before, and then they came running. And I want to say some of it may have been live, but yeah. some, there's no way all of it was live. You yeah. know. Uh, I don't think urban, not urban Meyer, you know, they got the cameo of the new Jacksonville Jaguars coach mm-hmm. and, and Charlie strong. I don't think they were there live <laughs> working yeah. on their office. Maybe they are. I don't know. They had the first round draft kick, but he, he didn't know shit and he handed them a laptop and they started chucking footballs <laughs> to him and throw that. So I was waiting to see, uh, you know, I was waiting for Tebow. I thought Tim Tebow might've had the, uh, more of a name notoriety for a cameo, right? <laughs> yeah. Now that he uh, he got signed basically for jersey sales uh, to be their tight end, but that was cool. But yeah, I can't tell if it was live. Would you? I wouldn't want to risk that live jump off that stadium sign. I feel like a couple of things will probably easily canned. Jake Hager's uh, section of that was could have been canned, you know. Yeah, and um, yep, that's true. Possibly some of some of uh, Jericho's bits, but anyway, it, it it worked. I dug it. It was good. Oh yeah, I thought it was really it was really really entertaining. We had our second fake animal of the night mm-hmm. was with Jake Hager fighting with Wardlow in the freezer, and they had the pig cut in half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, "What is that?" It's just like that's just like a legit pig cut in half for like when the, they make stadium ribs, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was canned. Uh, I like the. I like the scene of the the chairman mm-hmm. sitting there in the chair, banging on his chairs with in a room full of chairs. Yeah, that was kind of show Sean Spears. He's the, chair- like, He's the chairman. Get it? The, yeah, the chairman around the chairs, and definitely I saw a tweet that had the uh, Reservoir Dogs, you know, stuck in the middle with you dance kind of there. Yeah, but you know, there was definitely a double movie reference in there because then Sammy came in there. And it looked choreographed like West Side Story. Yeah. I was just like, he came in that and he yeah. swung the chair and they blocked it and they threw it. So that yeah. was, uh, so that was probably, uh, can't. And then, uh, man, there was another movie reference and you actually called this one out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> but I did see, I did see another re- uh, movie reference in that section. Um, did you notice the vodka, the bottle of vodka? Was the Repo Man vodka the Repo Man? Oh, the was Repo, it the Repo Man generic brand? Everything has that generic brand label. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, it was Repo Man vodka. Oh man, that was in the Blue Oyster bar. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that was I would say. I I wonder these deep cuts. They have to be on purpose, I right? Think so yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely. So it's just, it. it's like Jericho stuff. Probably these are all old. Yeah. Old oh, movies. Jer- oh yeah, Jer- If Jericho is definitely booking this, yeah. he's definitely calling that stuff out. Uh and then the had uh, 
they actually, I think it was Shivani or I don't know if Jim Ross called it. I was just like Tully Blanchard dressed like he was going to a 1986 <laughs> bunkhouse stampede because he did it, dude. He had the wrestlers, the, the basically the no holds barred or street, whatever it was. You always wear jeans and you tuck them into cowboy boots and he yeah. did it. I was just like, he had the, he, he had the old eighties wrestlers uniform on for a, a match like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, then we had the cameo, the Conan, Conan cameo. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. After they had the toasts, you know, we were just talking about the Conan podcast. Can't and, wait to hear about that on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, what else happened in there? What really stuck out to you in those matches there? Uh, in that match. Um, I mean, I, I, I thought for a while, I thought, because the stipulation was what uh, if they lost inner circle was getting broken up, right? Yeah. Yep. So to me, I felt like they were going to get broken up. I thought that's where they were going with it. And I felt like these, all these vignettes were sort of like booked to showcase everyone individually. You know, yeah. it felt like that everything was broken up into scenes uh, separate. There was no crossover. No, I see what you're saying though. Like it definitely, uh, cause look, all the, the the thing that's cool about the, you know the inner circle is these guys could all get single runs. Yeah, I think they don't, that, yeah, I think they're all they don't them. they don't get lot like I would even argue the pinnacle could basically have that they kind of meld together where they can easily get lost in that or or just feel like they're all one unit where it, yeah you know the inner circle feels like these separate entities came together for this common cause but they always they could easily go their separate ways and you can see Santana and Ortiz you know, wrestling by themselves, doing yeah. the same gimmick, Sammy, uh, Hager, all doing the same thing, and obviously yeah. Jericho. So, uh, but they definitely highlighted uh, Sammy's parkour skills. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a few times, I was like, he had some legit parkour where he was doing a few jumps, yeah. a few rolls in there. You can uh, tell Jim Ross is a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, was, he knows what. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did he call out parkour did he say parkour did he because he, he totally looked like he would be like in the office you know michael scott the parkour <laughs> <laughs> no i mean jim ross is like he just kept saying go sammy go you can do it show him what you got show him your inner strength it was like he was giving him very positive commentary <laughs> oh i gotta roll back to this real quick did you notice that jim ross kind of uh you know there's a little bit of controversy last week where Jim Ross basically said Randy Orton, he feels like is the best wrestler in the world. And uh-huh. a couple of AEW guys took, you know, exception to that. Uh, there was one uh, desk segment where basically he was like, you know, with, you know, Kenny Omega being the best wrestler in the world. He like felt like he was, that was his like hidden apology for that. I don't know if you caught that or not. I did I did get the sense where he was trying to explain something, but he was he was trying to lay out his feelings or his opinions about Kenny Omega in, in a yeah, exactly. awkward way. So, yeah. So anyway, I had to throw that back in there. Uh what else that really stood out to me? Because what really did surprise me is they worked their way back to the ring but not before we had a few cool a few more cool jericho spots uh yeah we basically had the uh shad khan you know the owner of the whole thing Mm -hmm. when basically you know mjf punched the sign of the owner of the company yeah and then jericho's like you're in trouble and then he hit him with that and then the spot that surprised me was the staple to the head yeah that 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 one really did surprise because it looked like the first staple didn't take yes and and when that happened i was like uh oh, these staples aren't as gimmicked as we think. Yeah. Because it's just like if it was gimmicked, it would have worked right away the first time. Right. And then I think he just like, I'm just gonna 
I'm just going to hit you. Just it's going to, it's going to, yeah, I'm going to staple. He's not going to staple enough where it presses against his skull. So it closed the teeth close, mm-hmm. but it was definitely enough for the two teeth definitely pierced the skin. Yeah. And man, he sold that big, mm-hmm. he sold that big. And then he ripped it off his head. I was like, Oh my God, that one, that one made me wince. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was another one. Uh, and then the surprise was they, uh, were you surprised when they went back to the ring? Um, I wasn't surprised. I thought it was. I thought it was great. It was nicely choreographed. I was wondering what the crowd. in my head, I was like, "Is the crowd now just watching the 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 main event? They're just watching a video. Why would yeah. they hang around for this? You know what I mean? And get to the car. You know, beat the park, beat the parking rush. Um, but yeah, yeah, smart. I think it was smart to for them to work back to the ring because yeah. They did a couple final spots. You know, the inner circle biker gang was there and they chased Sean Spears on their bikes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sammy got uh, Sammy made peace with the golf cart. And then now he got to be on the other side of the golf cart and he did it close enough to where the audience saw that. I I did appreciate that, that they were able to say, oh, they did that close enough to the ring. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they just basically had uh, a a regular match there at the end. Yeah, it's good. You know, they they did some stuff. Sammy, uh, Sammy got the win there. That was awesome. Yeah, Sammy Sammy Neat was due for that win. He got a six thirty in after a really gnarly looking chair shot. Did you did you see that one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and Sean's uh not so he got the receipt on Sean Spears when he pushed his head into it, but Sean Spears did that hard when he hit him with the chair on the springboard, mm-hmm. he did not hit him in a spot where it looked like there was gonna be flat impact. Mm-hmm. So uh I don't know if there was a receipt coming, but man, Sammy's uh He's he's a tough tough dude, man. Yeah, he's a super tough dude, man. And he got the he got the clean one two three, and the inner circle is safe. Yep. And the crowd was gonna go ha- go home happy because he licensed Jericho's music and he <laughs> let them sing the whole song. He didn't yeah. cut him off. He didn't tell him not to do it. I mean, the crowd was really really into it. So mm-hmm. it was to me, it was just like they ended the pay they ended the pay per view right. Yeah. You know? Lots of energy. I think everybody left happy. Yeah, I mean, look, they Pinnacle took the blood and guts win. This doesn't make them look back because it was it was a really good fight, uh, a really good entertaining match all over the ring. It's not your traditional wrestling match, but it's still to me, it still worked. And you got to send the crowd home happy. And I think they didn't. I don't think anybody wanted to see Inner Circle break up. Yeah, I know. I didn't want it. I just thought that that's where they were headed, you know. Yeah, it definitely felt like, and again, there was your swerve, dude, and they yeah. did it. Tw- they did it twice. They gave Sheeta her belt, like a new belt. They're like, oh, okay, are they going to let her keep this? Because now they're honoring her. And then la- they basically did that. Showed the best of Inner Circle with hosted by Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. uh, on Dynamite, and they're just like, oh man, that usually happens when they're about to, like you said, when the when the band's about to break up. Yep. But the brand still together, and honestly, they probably could get a rubber match out of this. I don't know what they would do mm-hmm. because basically they had a blood and guts, and now they had a stadium stampede. They can't have a regular match, right? Yeah. Like what? What can you do? I don't know. I mean, you can just What's do coming? like you can do a straight up Jericho versus MJF match, uh, and you can kind of break them into some kind of. But you got to take it back to the ring now. Yeah. Like a traditional match, if they can do, or they both go their separate ways now. Yeah. You don't know if that's the uh, best way to do it, but all in all, like, would you uh, give this the the thumbs up? Oh yeah, I'll give, I definitely give it a thumbs up. I was highly entertained. My one critique that I would say that I noticed was um, 
AEW still a little slow on their camera work, a little slow on their cuts. I feel like yeah. we missed a couple things here and there, you know, that we should have seen. Um, but that's not unusual. But yeah, I, overall, I thought it was awesome. Honestly, I thought it was a really good show. Man, Daily's plays looked great tonight. It, it really great. did. Yeah, it looked like a it blast looked- in there, man. Yeah, and and we, they did a really good job in at like I at first did not realize it was Daly's place, mm-hmm. and it's just like and I've been staring at this place for over for a year, a year yeah. every week, and it's just like whoa, that looks different, but it's just like they they squeezed in more fans and yeah, the you know, and made great. the tunnel go. Yeah, the energy was off the hook, and yeah. what a difference fans make, man! It's oh, just yeah. like Vince needs to like apologize and let them start singing Nakamura's song just <laughs> just as a just as a peace offering yeah for sure so all in all good show thumbs good. up good job tony but we have some more ideas so uh give us a call 